You're listening to Unbreakable Success, episode 39. Welcome to Unbreakable Success, where each episode gives you the experts and perspectives to evolve your success in mind, body, and wealth. My name is Aaron Keith Hawkins, and I have over 20 years of leadership experience as a public servant and as an entrepreneur. And now, my mission is your success. Oh, and before we get started today, I need to offer you a gift to support you even beyond today's episode, because the truth is, when our intention is unbreakable success, then we're going to need support because we've got to elevate our relationships, our influence. We've got to generate quality control over our fears and emotions. We've got to learn how to make sense out of our own behavior and the behavior of the people around us. And of course, it would help to have a plan to achieve all those goals that we've been keeping on the back burner because we just weren't quite sure what to do first. The good news is I'm personally giving you my best advanced training to achieve all of this absolutely free for 30 days in Unbreakable Success Academy. Just go to AaronKeithHawkins.com forward slash join free to not only get your instant membership, but unlimited email access directly to me and a private monthly Q&A session to get more personal coaching and support. That's AaronKeithHawkins.com forward slash join free. I can't wait to meet you inside. All right, everybody, welcome back to Unbreakable Success. Appreciate you joining me again today, and I'm excited to introduce our our guest for today's episode. Uh, Roger Ramsuk is a he's a certified cognitive behavioral therapist. Uh, he's also certified in applied behavioral analysis and crisis intervention. He's the author of the book The Fearless Parent: Twenty Ways to Inspire Success, Respect, and Gratitude. And I'm so appreciative that he's joining us today to have a really powerful and strong conversation. Uh, one of the things I can tell you I really respect about Roger, if, if you go to his website, one of the things he said, he has this deep regard for individuals as people first who just happen to have challenges. And that's, that's such a powerful thing to make sure we remember. Roger, thanks for being here. How are you doing today and what's going on with you these days? So great to be here, Aaron. Thank you so much for having me on. It's uh, it's an absolute pleasure. Uh, this is a crazy time of year, as you can know, with the holidays. Oh yeah. And uh, everybody's running around, but it's nice to take a few minutes and just uh, have a, have a moment to sit and reflect and think and and perhaps wax poetic for a little bit with uh, <laughs> with somebody that uh, I enjoy listening to. So thank you for yeah. that. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it for. For uh, for anybody listening that that's not familiar with you or your work or your book yet, uh, what's a quick rundown of, of a normal week for Roger in the uh, in the in the mission that you're on and the work that you do? Uh, yeah, so um, I'm in uh, I'm kind of shifted focus a little bit because as you stated from my bio, I've I've worked with people with challenging behaviors for years. Yeah, and out of that came um, the uh, the realization, the awareness that there's a lot of people that can approach solving problems in their life from the very same perspective that I use with clients with, say, a v- developmental disability. Yeah. And so, so much of what I'm doing lately is working with entrepreneurs who are parents uh, or, or just people who, are entre- who want to be entrepreneurs mm. who are starting out. And they're looking for direction. They're looking for some place to go. And, and it's amazing how the skills and the knowledge and the thinking 
you know, I know this is one of the common themes on your show a lot is, you know, getting the thinking right about something mm-hmm. before you jump in to do it and then keeping that thinking consistent as you go through it. Um, all of those skills translate into what I'm doing now, working with uh, working with people who are trying to make a change in the life and making a transition in the life. And, you know, I'm really big about transformation. Yeah. And that's something that totally jazzes me is that, you know, that whole concept of um, this is where I was here's where I yearn to go, how yeah. I make that leap. Yeah. And that is such a, such a powerful, um, uh, such a powerful thought to have. Um, but sometimes you're stuck there. What is that first step or what is the next step mm-hmm. in, in, in making that, making that leap and making that transition and just getting out of where I want to be, where I am right now into what I'm truly passionate. And as I say, what are you're truly authentic about? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so, uh, that's that's kind of how I approach things now in working with people is just, you know, what what brings true to you? You know, I know this is a powerful theme for you, Aaron. Is, yeah. Is what absolutely. brings true for you? What is authentic for you? What what is it that um, truly drives you, or that wakes up in the middle of the night saying, in the middle of the night saying, what do I want to be doing with myself, and why am I not doing it? This is this is what is almost my total obsession lately in life. Yeah. That's 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 pretty uh that's pretty cool that's a pretty cool thing isn't it you know it's funny I was just uh as you were you were talking about that I was thinking about I, I just got done reading uh I, I just, I'm not done yet I probably got about twenty pages to go but I just finished with uh, Mel Robbins' book the five second rule and uh, right. in there she has a section where she talks about passion and she had man she had one of the best explanations I'd ever heard about what a person's passion is. And she said it's it's simply to think about passion uh, and finding a passion as just energy. You know, what gives you energy when you do it? And, you know, as and that's I know that's what you're getting at. You know, the, even though you may not have taken a traditional route to, to coaching entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs with children or doing what you do, you know, when you pursue something that you're curious about and that feels uh, energetic to you, it will take you to where you want to be. And it's such a big lesson for everybody, whether entrepreneurs or nine to fivers, you know, we, I think we owe it to ourselves and, and each other to do the stuff that gives us energy. Cause number one, if, if we're jazzed about something, like you said, we're going to do a much better job at it. Uh, and that's, 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 I commend you for, for following that and, uh, and following up to that and just following your gut and doing what, what you love to do and what gives you that energy. Like, Mel so appropriately said. So appreciate that very much. So how how did this start for you? How did you get into uh, from from wherever you were previously? How did you take this leap into yeah. starting out with with uh, your your behavioral therapy uh, and uh, obviously that ultimately led you to to this new pers- these newer pursuits I should say. But how did it start for you? How did that look? Yeah. So um, you know. The catalyst for all this um, was actually the fact that I was fired from my job. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of people, when they're in that situation, um, you stand back and you evaluate things from a different perspective and, and it really kind of shakes you up. Yeah. Um, for me, it was not the first time I'd been fired, uh, sad to say, or perhaps maybe nice to say, I don't know, it depends <laughs> on your perspective, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I kind of... I kind of had to sit back this last time that I was fired, and I just said, 
why does this keep happening to me? Because I'm, I've usually been very good at my job, and in some cases, exceptional at my job. Like when I worked with uh, kids with, with developmental disorders and stuff like that, I'm very good at my job, and I've made some profound changes with people. Mm-hmm. But I was always doing that for somebody else. Um, in some kind of organization, whether it was a school or whether it was a psychology firm or what have you. Mm -hmm. And I'd never done it for myself. And there was always that part of me that that wanted to do for myself. I mean, I come from an entrepreneurial family in the sense that my dad's had a couple of business and I've watched what he's done. Mm -hmm. But, you know, so many things that happen to you later on in life in terms of the way you think or the terms of the way you approach things... Um, you come to realize they actually started out in your childhood. Yeah. And and you don't even realize how these, as they say, scripts play out in your mind yeah. um, and shapes the choices that you make in life like so much until you actually stop to actually or have some guidance to say, oh, this is what happened to me then. That's why, the, that's why I keep doing this now. Yeah. You know, and it's such a revelation when you start thinking about um, why do you make the choice that you make? And so much of what you actually call it, what you, so much of what you actually think is thinking is actually you enacting scripts or you going through a set of behaviors and responses to those behaviors and patterns, yep. um, in, 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 in new, in what you think are new environments, but really it's the same script playing over and over and over again. You don't even realize it until you have that moment of clarity as alcoholics will say, yeah. when you step back and say, Hmm, Wow. Is this where this is coming from? And so for me, um, I came to realize that I was was kind of brought up um, in kind of a fear-based mentality of um, people are always trying to get you. People are always competing with you. People are always going to try and take what you have. And so you have to be the best and you have to be the strongest. You have to be the smartest. Mm -hmm. And, And I mean, those are not bad qualities to have per se. Except when it starts um, creating in your mind this thought that everybody's out to try and and uh, and harm you, yes. as opposed to as you go on later on in life and meeting people of like-minded persuasions who um, try to uplift you, and then you try to uplift them, and then all of a sudden you're in a realm where. Um, you're with a bunch of people who all think the same way and who all are rooting for you. It's like, what a novel concept that is because that is not how the rest of the world approaches things. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so um, I came to realize that I'd always sought security and the steady paycheck and the nine-to-five job and the, you know, the pension plan and the retirement savings plan as we have it up <laughs> in Canada. Yeah. Right? As opposed to doing what actually jazzes you, what actually drives you, and doing those things that actually um, bring out the best in you as opposed to what is easy for you or what you what, what is predictable for you. The two are incongruent a lot of times. Yes. And so um, here I was doing a bunch of jobs and not really um, being fulfilled in them, even though in some of them I excelled at. Now I'm the first to say there, there are ones that I did not do such a good job at. Absolutely. Yeah. And, I, and uh, they were. I, I imagine they weren't. Uh, they weren't um, giving you energy. No, yeah. no. And it's 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 yeah. great that you you know, you bring up this point of energy because I'm reading so much lately um, about the role of energy in in uh, leading our highest selves. Yeah. And you know, I'm reading. I'm currently reading a book right now called uh, E Squared, 
and uh, in there, uh, Pam talks about um, even the concept of the food that you eat. Mm-hmm. You know, think about it from the perspective of they're foods that give you energy, not just from a nutritional standpoint, but from a spiritual standpoint. They're mm-hmm. energizing foods and foods that take away your energy. And which ones are you feeding your body with? Which ones yeah. actually, you know, are creating the highest expression of you and creating the best example of what you could be doing and thinking and feeling, mm-hmm. right? And so the whole concept of losing weight is more from a concept of energy management as opposed to the calories, um, where the calories are coming from, from what you put in. Yeah. So um, I'm doing these jobs, like I, I've, I've, I did a bunch of serving jobs because, you know, when I'm in university, that is where the best bang for your buck comes from in terms of money perspective when you're a starting mm-hmm. student, you know, making tips and, you know, smile and smile and being friendly and all that other stuff uh, in the hopes of getting a good tip out. Um, but I hated it. I detested it. Yeah. You know, I, I when I had people that I enjoyed working, uh, serving because they were pleasant. That was great. But most of the time, I just felt like uh, I, I was I was performing monkey, and I had to dance that way the way people wanted me to the tune that they were playing. Yeah. And if I didn't dance well enough, well then they didn't tip me out, and I detested the whole mindset yeah. around it. Yeah. So needless to say, I didn't excel at that job at times, even though I, I held them for years because you got to do what you got to do sometimes. Yes. Yes. Um, that conditioned me. It's sad to say, it, into this mindset of you got to do what you got to do in order to make money, as opposed to taking that leap of faith. Especially when you're younger and you're just starting out. It's like my gosh, if I could do it all over again, I would. I would start off doing or pursuing the things that actually. Um, would would make me happy and would energize me as mm-hmm. opposed to things that um, I that would just like uh, help me pay my cell phone bill or my credit card bill or something yeah. like that, you know. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. it was from it was that moment of clarity. Going back now, it was that moment of clarity when I when I got fired this last time from my job for an absolutely ludicrous reason from uh, from an, or from a from the school board where I had like the union backing and everything else, and I was like, "How do you get fired from a job that's almost unfireable from?" <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. And so here I am that night having this moment to just you know. It, on the verge of tears almost, but yeah. more confusion than anything else, saying, like, why is this happening? And I came to the realization, and it was confirmed later on that night when my spouse came home, and I'm telling her the story, and she said something that I thought, you know, a couple of hours earlier. She said very simply and very profoundly that maybe this is God telling you yet one more time, dummy, that <laughs> you should be doing, you should be doing what, is driving you not, not you know what you think what you think others should be should be or tell you you should be doing yeah and um, sometimes you just need a slap upside the head or a punch in the gut because uh, you don't learn any other way and I'm yeah. kind of one of those people that sometimes you need to learn it hard before you learn it well so that was a catalyst and and the the one of the new ventures that I started with. Um, is thinking about kids and thinking about parents and thinking about parents who want to make a change in their life. Mm-hmm. And that's where the website, you know, uh, The Second Authentic Life uh, came from, was that desire on my part to help people go through the process to find out what is what is it they want to do and where is that where can you develop that clarity, can you define that clarity, and from that clarity, can you then start 
venturing into something, maybe even on a part-time basis. But man, this is just something that 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 energizes you and that that means something to you, as opposed to you just doing something just because. Yeah. You know. So I meet so many people that, you know, they're in, they're in they're doing something right now to make money, and I ask them, how did you end up there? And it's it's amazing how often it was just. Well, this was the first person that hired me, and next thing you know, twenty years later, I'm still at this job. Or, yep. you know, my brother-in-law got me the job, and I just never left. Or, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, something like that, where it's like that. Now I'm I'm invested in their pension plan, and I'm not going anywhere, and so I'm just going to write out my years until I'm 65 or 69 in some cases, and then, then I'm going to start living life. And I'm like, man, you don't have to wait till then. Start living. Start doing something now. Even take one step. That is where the passion will come from. Yes. Yeah, it, it's it's that's a that's a that's an amazingly powerful point. You know, one of the one of the intake questions I often ask, uh, you know, if I'm I'm speaking to somebody who's a, a potential new client, you know, I, I asked them I asked them to finish a sentence that starts you know, the reason I do what I do for a living is because and just like you said, it's often something as simple as you know a friend of mine got me this job or. You know, somebody went to high school with was taking this major, so I took it too. And, and very seldom is it something. Uh, very seldom is the answer even remotely close to. You know, I've always been passionate about it, or I've always loved doing A, B, or C. And it's, you know, it's so, man. You, you I don't want to say disheartening, but it is in, in some ways because you know we all have to do what we have to do to 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 make a living and make sure. You know, the roof is over our head and the bills are paid and things of that sort. But like you said, uh, Roger, there is so much possibility to to just get curious and start asking yourself the simple question of what really would give me energy? What really lights me up? What would I if if all bets were off and you could do whatever you wanted to do to make an impact or or to have the uh, the impact that you want to have? What would you be doing? And as simple as a question that is many people never find themselves asking that question. So, you know, I, I commend you for, uh, for, for you know, taking a hint when, uh, not to get all woo-woo on that, everybody, but when the, the universe, as it's often referred to, kind of smacks you in the head, you know, you, you fortunately had a great spouse to <laughs> kind of elbow you and say, hey, dude, maybe this means, maybe this is the moment where you can realize there's something else that you actually want to be doing and can be doing, so that's uh, that's a pretty cool thing. Yeah, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I I always say I was dragged kicking and screaming into entrepreneurism. Yeah. Because I was so conditioned to seek out security, and even my dad, who was an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. um, still you know wanted me to go the doctor lawyer route. I mean, you know, as a as a as an immigrant in this country, you know that is uh, I think one of the the top two or three that most parents want for their kids. You're going to become a doctor, you're going to become a lawyer, yeah. right? Or an engineer, yep. right? And uh, um, they, and I, I know where it comes from. It comes from a place of, you know, concern for your kids and stuff like that. But, man, if it doesn't ring true, yeah. it is, and especially when you have a strong-willed parent, as, as both my parents are, yeah. um, um, there comes a point when you, when you have to, um, when you have to defy them. And you just have to strike out on your own, and you just have to do what, what rings true. And and sometimes they'll fight you every step of the way. Um, yeah. 
in in doing it and um and even when you don't see success do you have the do you have the clarity of thought you know this is where the inner work comes in mm-hmm. yeah. right and anybody who's ever achieved anything there comes that moment when they said i'm just gonna do it my gosh i don't care what anybody says yeah right? yeah it's that's that's such a powerful thing where i'd love to ask you this because we're you know we're on the subject of of following you know somehow finding that path to doing something that gives us that makes us feel like the p word like the passion is there that energy is there if you will something that means something more to us than a job so i'm curious to get your perspective when somebody asks you a client or otherwise you know what do i do if i'm in this position where i'm in this career this job this thing that i've invested where i, I feel like i've invested so much into it and I feel like it would be, yeah, I'm sure you heard the words, irresponsible or selfish or uh, unrealistic to change careers or start exploring something that you would actually love to do. Um, there's so many different excuses that can come up about why it can't be done. So how do you, in your own way, how do you guide people to realize that it's possible what's your what's your advice to them if they say what what should i even do first uh, i mean every every journey begins with a first step as yeah. they say right yeah and um one thing is I, I i say two things about this that first of all um you have a family you have things like a house or a car that needs paying and those are very real stressors and those are very real responsibilities and yeah. i'm not I don't think anybody should turn their back on the responsibilities, especially when it comes to their family. Yeah. Right. So there's that first part there, and I and uh, but the other part, and I mean, I've met people who, and I, I admire them so much, who had the good job and had and turned their back on it, and said, you know what, I'm I, I'm making six figures, but I'm absolutely miserable, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to go and and I'm going to give up everything, cold turkey, as they say, and I'm going to go and do this thing, whatever this thing may be. And man, mm-hmm. those people. I, I, you know, I, I, I look up at them uh, because it takes so much guts to do that against yeah. the will of everything and all the responsibilities that you have. I mean, that takes, that is a leap of faith and that takes yeah. guts. Scary. But yeah, it's scary as hell. Scary as hell. But one of the things I say is um, I developed a, a four-step program for myself, you know, and that's what I use to guide people. Um when I have these discussions with them. And so I really like the fact that you actually use the word guide um, when when describing what I do um, because um, I, I always, I'm the first to say, I don't tell people what to do. Okay. I, call my, I call myself the second authentic life archangel. And all I do is I guide you to your own truths, your own, yeah. your own thoughts, right? And yep. you know what the truth is about you. You just need somebody to help you pull it out of you. Yeah. And so um, I developed a, a four-step program, and I, I'm, I'm going to try and try very hard not to sound like I'm pitching my stuff here because that is not my goal. Um, but, no, lay it on us, man. Yeah, uh, but the 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 program that I talk about, uh, I, I it's called the Dare. The acronym is Dare, D A R E, mm-hmm. and the the D stands for defining yourself, and the mm-hmm. A standing stands for analyze your potential business or the business that you're currently in, and R is reflect with, uh, first of all, your children mm-hmm. and um, with your family, and then execute your mission as the E. Mm-hmm. 
And so this is a program that I developed that I started with me and to help guide me in what I wanted to do. And so I approach this when I when I when I work with uh, individuals, that's how I start them off. And the very first part I say is, let's define what actually jazzes you and let's mm-hmm. define what in your childhood is that thing that you yearn for and let's see if you have the resources so that's the analyzing your business part let's see if you, let's see if you have um, what it takes and if you have any tools that can help you to achieve this thing that you want and then are you able to communicate this with your children with your family mm-hmm. because I work a lot with um, with entrepreneurs who are parents and trying to help them define their message for their kids because you know one of the great ironies of entrepreneurism is that the very people you work so hard for are the people that inadvertently you sometimes alienate yeah. when you try when you're striving for success yeah and you know children and spouses make all kinds of sacrifices for this dream this goal and nobody understands it in mm-hmm. some cases, they just know that daddy or mommy works all these crazy hours and does all these things and doesn't come to this and doesn't come to that. And, and why, why are we doing it? We don't take vacations and we don't do anything uh, um, other, that other kids and parents do kind of thing, right? Yeah. Or that other spouses do. And why is that? And until you're able to define that for yourself and define that then to, to communicate that to others, man, only then do you come into your own power. Yeah. And so... Um, I work with them and I guide them to say, um, do, you, do you have everything in place yet before you go and take this leap? And when you're ready to take this leap, should you do it part-time first or do it um, or, or work under somebody to see if you truly like it or not? I mean, yeah. one of the things I've said for years, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a very good cook if I do say so myself, as most people tell me. Nice. Uh, I, yeah, and yeah. I, I enjoy cooking. I've actually auditioned for cooking shows and gotten uh, pretty far in, in the audition process with them. Oh, awesome. Um, and I always thought, and it still might be, but I one of the things I said is that I would love to, my spouse and I would love to open up a restaurant one day, just a small, just a small thing, just purely for the sake, for the love of doing it and cooking and serving other people. Mm-hmm. And because we love entertaining and we just had a really big dinner party yesterday and we've got uh, another one actually tonight. And um, I love cooking, but I, can't, I couldn't help but thinking that if I had to do it every day for a living and if I, you know, my, 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 my mortgage payments depended upon me running a successful restaurant, yeah. I think I would lose the joy out of doing it. Yes, it makes a difference. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And right. so one of the things I say is, Give it a give it a shot working for somebody else or doing it doing it on the side to see if you truly like it before you go full tilt boogie into it. Yes, yes, absolutely. I, that's, that's a brilliant point to make. You know, because a lot of times, uh, you know, people hear the advice. You know, what do you love to do? What what would you enjoy doing? And and it can be something like that for you know for you, Rod. It's, it's cooking. Uh, my wife and I are some are also some big foodies, but I, I'm with you in that. I think if I were forced uh, by way of career into doing that on a regular basis and being dependent on it, I don't know if it would be, I don't know that it would be the same <laughs> energy in those circumstances. Uh, and, it, and it's 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 really smart how you mentioned, you know, to, to have that curiosity and, and check something out, you know, because too many times, 
we can have this false perspective that it has to be all or nothing, yes. which is so untrue. I mean, we're allowed to be curious. We're allowed to tip our, you know, tip our, our put our foot in the water and, and, and test it out to see how much we actually enjoy something. Because curiosity is, in my opinion, in my experience, one of the one of the best ways to find out what your the what those passions are. You know, like your 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 first uh, you know your acronym D the define yourself is so so brilliant and it's so important and that itself can be a journey because I mean you know as well as I do if somebody's stuck in the middle of some job that they've been doing for five years ten years twenty years in some cases more and you ask them to define themselves they're probably just going to name that job. Because they've never even taken the time to explore who they really are beyond, you know, the guy that does this for a living and has to provide for his family. You know, there's so much is learned when you're willing to do, like you said, to actually define you as the person and start exploring what you really love and, and what really matters to you uh, if, if, if you weren't in that job. Um one of the, uh, one, uh, somebody I, I interviewed on the show previously, her name was, um, her name is uh, Melanie Benson. She's a really brilliant uh, revenue strategist. And she said something I think that applies to what, what you teach here. She says, look for the end. Uh, you know, because so many times people say, well, I can't, I, I can't do anything else. I can't leave this career because I have to pay the bills. And very simply, she, you know, it, from her perspective, she would say, okay, how could you still pay the bills and start exploring what it is you really want to be doing with your life. And mm-hmm. that just that simple word that, and, and, you know, forcing yourself to come up with some answers and get creative. Uh, it, it opens a lot of doors. I think it's brilliant how you, how you start off in this process with making sure people define themselves. Uh, Cause it gets you out of that place where most people are, where they're thinking they need to, uh, they need just to stay what they're expected to be as opposed to really taking a deeper look at what's going on. Uh, it's, it's, yeah. it's great stuff. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, it is It is not something that is taught in school. And this is one of the things I've said for years is that, yeah. you know, the three, the three most important things that you do with your life, you're not actually taught in school. You're not taught how to choose a mate. You're not taught how to manage money, and you're not chosen, and you're not taught how to choose a career, how to choose something for a vocation, even. Yeah. You know, um, and I'm not, I'm gonna, not going to knock guidance counselors per se, mm-hmm. but they're not, they're not, they're not in touch with you as a person. You go and you take a test on a computer, and then they say, and it spits out a bunch of answers, and then they say, go research, you know neurosurgeon or go go research truck driver or whatever it is that you want to be mm-hmm. right and that is not a process at all for 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 doing something that you're going to do spend a third of your life or more doing mm-hmm. you know in the end of it all so um it, it's such a disservice it really is that you can you have to wait for a crisis almost or if you're lucky enough to be guided by somebody early in life to say who who are you? What do you actually like to do? What do you actually want to do with your what 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 what? As you said, you know we keep we keep blah blah blah. We keep coming back to this word. You and I have energy. You know where mm-hmm. where does your energy come from? In in um, in the things that you do 
And is there something that you think you'd want to do? And you know what? Why does a career have to be something that you're stuck to for the next 40 years? I mean, we're, we're taught at 18 to pick something that we're supposed to do for the next 40 years. My gosh, I am nowhere near the person at 18 that I, that I am now. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I couldn't imagine doing one job. I mean, <laughs> I haven't done one job for all these years, but I couldn't imagine some of these people say, well, I, you know, I was at a job for 35 years. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that is so sad to me. Mm-hmm. To think that, yep. and most people say, "Oh, good for you! You did a job for three to five years." I'm like, "Oh my God, I would die! I would die if I could, <laughs> if I was relegated to one thing for thirty five years, unless yeah. it was you know that one thing that was truly." I mean, uh, I can speak for the people that I've spoken to. I can speak about them, but I speak more about myself. And this comes from a very personal place. And I think in one of the podcasts you mentioned this before that some of the most profound messages that people um, expound upon come from a very personal place and come yep. from their own experience. Yep. Right? And for me that is that is so true, you know, that I I was I was taught from a from a young age to shrink and to to um, to fit into the world. But yeah. the universe expands and it is only when we expand that we are in harmony with the universe. Yeah. You know, and Marianne Williamson said, you know, something along the lines of, you know, our being small does not serve the universe. We're meant to shine as like children do. Oh, yeah. And yeah. when we let our glory out, we give others the permission to do the same. Oh, man, you, know? you just you just remind that that is one of the best all time quotes. That whole passage, yeah. oh, that yeah. passage from Marianne is is that is epic. And, is uh, epic. you know, I'm, I'm glad you said that because I, I haven't read it in probably about six months. Um, but I'm, I, I got to post that on the show notes for this episode when <laughs> to make sure people get to read that. So I got to thank you for bringing that up. Uh, yeah. That's one of the best things that that any of us can read uh, and and kind of post on the wall because that that is so true. Yeah. You know, uh, you make a great point about you know what what we wind up getting taught by uh, our our parents who, in vast majority of the time, you know. Uh, a lot of us are are fortunate are fortunate enough to have parents that that mean well and they love us and they want us to do well. And I know you mentioned it earlier about the, you know, sort of tongue in cheek, but many times it's true. They they tell you that you need to be a doctor or a lawyer or a neurosurgeon or something so that you'll be financially secure. And and parents have this thing in their mind that, you know, they want to make sure their kids are safe, and so they should. Um, but a lot of times, and I know I have to, my daughter's only 11 right now, but I, I always keep it in my mind that I, I, I'm very careful when we talk about the future to leave it expansive, you know, because we so often wind up making these decisions based on the the confines of what we're taught, uh, when it comes down to it, what we're taught out of someone else's fear. Yeah. You know, our, our, our parents want us to be safe. So they teach us things to keep us safe, but many times, and I know for me, me for sure, you know, some of the some of the best accomplishments, some of the greatest impact, some of the, the greatest moments of life occur when you're not trying to just be so damn safe all the time, and you just take a take a risk and do something that actually feels like it's the right thing to do, not because it's the safest thing to do. But it's the thing that that really lines up with what's important to you, what you think is the right thing to do, to say, uh, the the avenue to explore, the person to call, the the compliment to to give when you're not sure if you should say anything. There's so many different scenarios, but 
you know, we are we are so much better served when we're willing to be expansive and and recognize that so much of of what we've done and I certainly I didn't learn this till I was in my late 30s so much of what we do is just based on what we are taught to be afraid of yeah, and yeah. that's and and, and uh, you know I I know you know uh, Roger some of my story from when we we spoke before you know I had mm-hmm. a moment where I collapsed and I thought life was ending I literally thought it was over with and I had that moment of of reflection that moment of clarity like you mentioned earlier where I'm like holy crap I've just been you know <laughs> living life based on you know, fitting in and being accepted and, and, and trying to be the average guy and making sure everybody's okay with what I'm doing. And yeah. man, uh, it, it terrifies me to think that people are going to go through their whole life and and get to the end of it and realize that, that that's what they're doing. And uh, so I, I love having this this platform and these conversations with people like you that are really trying to shake the trees uh, to, help, to help, you know, spark this culture of just authenticity and, and being willing to live a life and inspire, you know, our friends and children and everyone else around us to just be authentic in what we do. Not that we have to be mavericks or some, you know, crazy risk takers, but just being genuine and, and living a life that we want to live uh, and have the impact that we want to have based on what really we what we really value. So I, I appreciate you for, for having this conversation uh, with us. So, um, Man, it's it's funny how time flies when we're having fun like this. Uh, you know, we could keep going for a while. But I, I, I could speak to you for a very, very long time, <laughs> yeah, Aaron. I, pre- <laughs> I appreciate that, man. I definitely do. Um, I, I, I want to uh, – we're not going to totally just cut it off, but I want to I wanna get into a couple questions I'd love to have you you share uh, sure. with our, 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 listener, uh, our listeners right now. So um, if you're cool with getting on the hot seat, are you ready to do that? Hit me, baby. All right, cool. <laughs> so, so if you would share with us a challenge, and it could be personal or professional, a challenge that you had to deal with recently, and how did you manage it and get yourself through it? Yeah. So, um, there comes that moment when things are maybe stalling, and that is, you know, that is the test. Mm-hmm. Um, that is the test to say, do you truly, do you truly deserve this thing that you're going for? Or are you going to punk out? Mm. And um, if you're going to punk out, that's fine, right? Then you're going to go back to your safe life until you're ready to try again. And there's no uh, there, there's no shame in I need to fight again another day, as long yeah. as you decide that you're going to fight again another day. Yeah. And so when this moment came up for me, um, uh, quite recently actually, um, it was this. It was this temptation to say, do I um, put this thing, the speaking and the coaching, as go back to a sideline and uh, and take a job that had come up as an opportunity for me, mm. and uh, somebody that I'd met and um, and uh, had heard about me and heard about some of the fantastic work, if I do say so myself. Uh, <laughs> of you know, course. I'm double-jointed to pat myself on the back so hard. <laughs> so, um, you know, to uh, to work with um, uh, to work with some individuals. And um, they, they had offered me uh, tentatively uh, a position. And it was, um, it was a, a, a struggle 
to think about this thing. And again, that is my mindset of, you know, here's a safe, secure job, or yeah. do I push forward with this thing and really go for it? And um, it may not seem like a big thing um, until you go through it. Yeah. When there is a tangible number in front of you versus, um, you know, um, the uncertainty of the revenue for next month and the, the uncertainty of the revenue for next year mm -hmm. and what is that going to look like and there's no guarantees, right? And what what do you do and and do I do I do I go for it or not? Yeah. And I had to and I actually had to go back to my own teachings in the end of it all. You know, and it's, it's, it's like, I'm, oh, I'm that's why I wrote this. I, I'm laughing because that has happened to me. I, I, I have to say it's happened to me a few times, so I'm with you, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, let me go back through my own notes and yeah. let me speak to me the way I speak to somebody else. <laughs> yep. You know, um, uh, because I, I, I realize my passion and I know that speaking for a living and communicating to other people, whether in word or in print, whether standing on stage or whether, you know, in, uh, in, in a group, that is, that is my joy, that is my passion, that is what I was meant here to do, at least mm. for right now. What happens in 20 years may be different, but for right now, that is how I define success. Uh, success for me is the realization of the soul's purpose. Yeah. And this is my purpose right now. And so I said, this thing is not my purpose. That is not the highest and best expression of me. Mm. And that and and so I I, I actually said, you know what? Um, uh, thank you very much, but um, I'm doing this thing here, and I so appreciate the offer because once upon a time, I would have you know um, I would have done a lot to get an offer like this. Wow. You know? Yeah. Powerful stuff, man. I, I I love that, and I, I commend you for it. And that is that is something that all of us. I hope everybody is jotting that down. You know, to make a decision that on paper seems so easy, but to ask, you know, is is this me at my highest self? Uh, yeah. Which which route would would that version of me go? And uh, to have the awareness and and the courage and the heart to do that is 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 pretty amazing. And that's that's. I've just learned a lesson from you. That's 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 good stuff. Thank you. Yeah. Um, thank you. Uh, let's let's push it forward. And and what's something what's something that's going on right now? Again, personally and professionally, that's really working for you. That that you're loving, and you love to share with everybody listening. That's uh, that's going well. And yeah, um, a very uh, a very personal question, and I'm going to try. Not to get emotional about this because there's certain things, you know, we all have our triggers that yeah. will, trigger, will trigger the emotion right away. Yeah. Um, I've been um, really espousing the, the thought of, you know, the universe, God, you, you pick a word for it. I'm Christian, mm -hmm. I'm Christian by upbringing, um, but that does not mean that I discount anybody else's version of God or any or anybody else's religion or any or anybody who wants to substitute the word God for the universe I, I, I speak equally to all of them and lately I've been really trying to put out there not sorry not trying I, I've got to catch the words even that I say sometimes yeah. even I slip up but I've been I've been really making an effort to say that good things are happening to me and that 
you know, the people who I need to meet, I will meet. And the people who need to meet me that I can positively impact, I will bump into them and I will start the conversation and I will I will make that connection because they need they need me. They need to hear what I have to say and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And uh, so lately I've just been saying that, you know, the universe is conspiring to make me a success. Yeah. And again, for me, success is the realization of the soul's purpose. And... Uh, I've been saying that and saying that in the last little while, and lately things have just started popping up where people that I need to meet, I've been meeting, and people that, uh, opportunities to speak in front of others that I need to, I've been getting those opportunities, yeah. and, and, it, and like, something on Facebook will come up, and I'll be like, wow, that really resonates with me, and then I'll talk to that person. Mm-hmm. Or I'll be speaking to somebody just at a party because this is the time of year where you go to a lot of parties, yeah. and and somebody will say something. Oh, there they've met so and so, and this person has said has said this, and I'm like, wow, I need to meet that person. And then all of a sudden we re- create this really great connection. So some really phenomenal, phenomenal connections, and if you want to call them coincidences, have been happening. Mm-hmm. That I'm telling you, 20, 2018 is I think for a lot of people this time of year, they look at the new year and say, this is my year. Well, I'm saying that 2018, this is this is my year. When Beautiful. Phenomenal, phenomenal things are going to just pop like popcorn. Just pop, yeah. pop, pop, pop. I, I love it, man. I, I love to hear that. And it's so true. And and for you that are listening, you know, it, it really, Roger, to piggyback on what you said, it does not matter what your particular belief is um, because it'll work regardless. Like when we, I, I truly believe and I've seen it happen over and over again that whatever our intention is, you know, whatever we continuously tell ourselves and, and convince ourselves is going to happen uh, and we kind of submit ourselves to that truth, it just winds up happening. It, yeah. it really does. And, it, and it's, it's a powerful thing and it's a positive thing. Uh, and in some cases, unfortunately, for some people, I'm sure you've seen it, Roger, it can be a negative thing because there's plenty of people that keep repeating the wrong things and, and are convinced that all these negative things are going to happen and sooner and sure enough, they do. They manifest um, it, absolutely. Yeah. So if, if we can really get uh, a hold on that and just commit to uh, you know, having these experiences like you said, uh, yeah, man, that's, that is, that's a powerful lesson uh, that constantly consistently rings true so thank you so much for sharing that what's next on the horizon for you uh i know we talked about this big year coming but what's something big in addition to what you you're already doing right now with your work and your practice and and the people that you already impact what's something that's that's new that's on your either near or distant horizon that you're looking forward to creating and 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 implementing uh for me, the uh, I think my greatest, not I think, I know, my greatest joy is uh, standing on stages mm-hmm. and and having, uh, I mean, and a stage could be simply, you know, uh, a four by three piece, piece of uh, parquet flooring mm-hmm. with people um, with people facing me. Or it could be grandiose stages where I've spoken to 1,800 people. Mm-hmm. Um What's new on the horizon is that I've got uh, a couple of opportunities uh, starting as early as uh, the last day in January to speak on a stage in front of uh, people and just uh, spread this message that uh, I know that you are 
um, totally in tune with and that um, just people that I've been associating with are, are just we're of the same mindset and, and um, we're going to be making changes one person at a time or one speech at a time mm-hmm. in, in making, um, in, in making it a, a positive impact on people's lives. I'm, I'm going to be doing so much more of that in the new year. And so I'm really looking forward to um, some of the, the, the bigger speaking engagements that I have coming up. And uh, God be willing, I'll be on stages uh, all over this world, uh, spreading the message along with other like-minded individuals. So. Awesome. I, you know, I, I, I love to hear that brings a smile to my face, man, knowing that you're going to be out there and, 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 and you know, on, on any size stage, like you said, you know, whether you're speaking to 10 or 10,000, uh, knowing that you're somebody that's going to be out there and being heard uh, is, is a good thing. So I'm, I'm grateful to hear that for sure, Rob. So, um, uh, no, oh, you're absolutely welcome. And, I'm, and I sincerely mean that. So really important question. For our listeners, for anybody that, uh, for for everyone who's been inspired by hearing you, they want to learn more about you, get in touch with you, whether just to read uh, some more of the things that are on your site or reach out to you to work with you directly. How can people best get a hold of Roger? Sure. Yeah, I'd love to speak to people. Um, <clears throat> probably the best way to do it is uh, just go on my site at www secondauthenticlife.com that's 2nd authenticlife.com or um, thefearlessparent.com www.thefearlessparent.com make sure you put in the com not anything else because that will send you to another site and uh, just reach out to me through email that way Um, if you go on Second Authentic Life you can download even uh, part of a worksheet uh, that's part of the manual that I help people to get started on taking that first step because I mean, man, sometimes that first step is such is the hardest thing. And yeah. one of the things I do is I just make free to anybody who wants to go on and just download that first worksheet, and uh, it takes you through what I call the intent process, uh, which is um, part of the defining yourself, the D and the D A R E. Define yourself. It's it, it's the intent. Do you really? feel like you deserve it why do you deserve it what what drives you and that that is man when you start with the mindset when you get when you get with the mindset i don't care what you do in this life i don't care if you're a ditch digger or if you're uh, the president of the united states um when you get the mindset then you create change yeah and um i think the most important change is within yourself first because when you it's the internal game first then before you create your outer reality and so getting that mindset um, on the right track, man, that is so hugely powerful. That is the difference between somebody talking down to you and, and somebody speaking to you as an equal. That is the difference between you making $10 an hour and you making $100,000 an hour. That yeah. is the difference between somebody in a happy relationship and somebody, you know, on the verge of divorce. Yeah. I mean, that, 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 is, the, that is the first and that is the last yeah. in the end of it all. You are 100% correct, my friend. It, it all starts in the mind because that's what drives everything else. Yeah. Our, our mind, our thoughts, our actions, you know, and, and then our results ultimately. So uh, it's why I love having people like you on the show. And I, I definitely, Roger, appreciate your time so much. I can't wait to talk to you again. I know we're going to be chatting soon. So thank you for sharing so much with us today. Uh, everyone listening, I, I will 
promise you I'll make up I'll make sure I hook up all those links that Roger just mentioned uh, on the website if you go to AaronKeithHawkins.com just type in the word Roger R-O-G-E-R and you you will find a link to this episode with me and my friend Roger and you can get all of those things and contact him and please make sure you thank him for spending some time with us Roger we're going to do this again and I definitely can't wait to talk to you again it's always a pleasure Absolutely, I had so much fun, and I you're you're somebody, Aaron. I say this in all sincerity, and I I don't say this because I'm on your show, but uh, you're somebody that I think I could speak to for hours and hours and hours over uh, over drinks, and then coffee, and then tea, yeah. and, and everything else. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolute pleasure, sir. I, I appreciate it, Raj. We'll talk soon, and thank you again for being on Unbreakable Success. Until next time, my friend. Uh, be well, buddy. All right, I'll talk to you. Thank you, Roger, for joining us and giving us a great episode today. And thank you, the listener, for spending your time with us and getting something great out of today's episode for yourself. As I mentioned earlier, you have a 30-day free membership to Unbreakable Success Academy available to you right now at AaronKeithHawkins.com forward slash join free. Make sure you go there and sign up if you haven't already. Oh, and by the way, inevitably, I know there's usually somebody asking if it's possible to work with me on a one-on-one basis. The answer is yes. If you go over to AaronKeithHawkins.com forward slash you, that's Y-O-U, you can fill out a quick form and submit it, and we'll get back to you very quickly to let you know the next steps to take. And finally, if you've gotten anything valuable out of this episode or any episode of Unbreakable Success, please pay it forward. Stop over to iTunes, leave us five-star rating and a quick review to let somebody know why this show is important to you. If you got value from it, somebody else will as well. And if you let them know the value you got, they're much more likely to receive it. And that makes a big difference for somebody out there. Thank you ahead of time for doing it. I can't wait to speak to you again next time. And until then, please make sure you take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and keep on creating the best life of your life. I'm Aaron Keith Hawkins. Love you guys, and I'll talk to you soon.